Hi guys, in this week's show, we're looking at Chan, Hope, Smith, Forrest, Weld, Hershey, Duval and Douglas. Tonight we're looking at 1993's Falling Down. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We've Learned From Film. Uh, I'm host number one, my name's Mark Plant. Hi and I'm host number two, my name's John Watson. Hi John. Hi Mark, hi Planty, I was going to say hi man. (laughs) Hi man. Hi Hi, man. Hey man, how you doing dude? Hey man, hey man. (laughs) I'm alright mate, are you? I'm good mate, it's um... good. I know the the weather's shit here in Glasgow, so it's always the same. So no it's, change here. It's pretty rank here in um, in Carlisle. I chased our bin down the street this afternoon after I put the bin out. It's uh, uh, it, it's it's a wee bit bluey. It's uh, it's it's, it's blown a hooli. It's blown. It's always blowing a hooli. Hopefully, it's not Hurricane Bobag the third. Oh god, I know. I'm sick of the bobags. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, trampoline. <laughs> Another one. Okay. <laughs> We're the podcast that tries to learn 100 things from the subject matter film. Uh, John watches the movie in his own home. I watch the movie in my home, currently under lockdown in Britain. We come up with a list of no more than 70 things each, put them together, and hopefully we've come up with a list of 100 things we have learned from this week's movie. John, why don't you tell the lovely people at home what we're watching? So this week we're looking at Fallen Down. With uh, Michael Douglas from many moons ago. <laughs> 1993's Falling Jesus. Down. Seems like, Seems like a lifetime forever ago. ago. In fact, yeah. it looks like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? It looks yeah. really, really old. Yeah. Yeah, it's not It's not it's, aged well. Its sensibilities as well are really old. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, yeah, it looks like shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else came out in '93, John? So back in the day, phew, classics are plenty here. I could, I, there's, there's just too many to mention. But Groundhog Day for a start, mm. yeah. Can you can you grumble at Groundhog Day? Um, there was the in the name of the Father with Daniel Day Lewis. You ever seen it? Oh, that's the IRA movie. Yeah. No, I always get it mixed up with the name of the Rose with Sean Connery about the. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a crossover we need crack, to see. Crack fighting monk. <laughs> is that uh, CAD file? That is a file. Uh, Jurassic Park. Of course, yeah. Previous episode. Yeah, yeah. Remain, remainders of the day. Uh, there's actually oh, Demolition Man. Oh, definite future. We've got to do that. Definitely. Yeah, we're definitely going to need to do that. Cliffhanger. Well, wow, can he? And uh, Philadelphia. Uh, and a decent oh, proposal right. as well. So, yeah, there's a, there's a few whammos in there. There, few is, whammies. there is some good ones there. Uh, another Michael Douglas film. Decent proposal, right? Yeah. Uh, no. Ooh, no, Rickard. I'm getting mixed up with Disclosure. That was the Demi Moore one with Michael <laughs> yeah. Douglas where he, she, she sexually harasses him at work. Get away. Right. The 90s were fucked up, weren't they? <laughs> weren't the <laughs> 90s bad? really were. There's <laughs> all sorts going on. But, yeah, that was, that was 1993 in a nutshell. Right, okay, well. <sighs> um, let's get fired into this. Before we start, 
don't like to do trigger warnings or anything like that, really. Uh, but <laughs> if you've never seen this film, it is a fucking ride and not in a good way at all. Uh, I'm sure your dad loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's pretty grim. It's your pretty perverted grim. uncle, probably, as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So the movie opens, it actually opens, it's a Warner Brothers movie, and it opens with the, you know, the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, that's as time goes by, um, as, as the, the thing goes over the back lot. As time goes by, uh, written by Hernard uh, Hupfeld in 1931. Dooley Wilson sang it as Sam in Casablanca. That's where you know it from, John. Yeah, yeah. It's been used by Warners in, in the way that they've used it in this movie since 1999, mm-hmm. and it's number two in the American Film Institute's Best 100 Film Songs. Number one was Somewhere Over the Rainbow from The Wizard of Oz, obviously. Well, yeah, obvious choice, isn't it? Obvious choice. Absolutely. So we start with a big five. This is going to go well, John. <laughs> Shame the film's a piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it flashed up at the bottom. Go on. It's it's weird. I was reading up about it. In some cases, some people see it as Michael Douglas' my finest work, which at the time it could have been. But he apparently made two films on the bounce, and they came. He was going to take some time off, and the Schumacher made them read, read the script, and he decided to do the film. So he actually wanted to do it. But looking back, when you're thinking. What redeeming features did it have? Yeah, I, I guess even then, it wouldn't have been looked upon very well by the minorities in the movie. However, pretty sure white middle American men yeah, got an absolute be. buzz out of this. Yeah, well, they probably was... still do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I bet definitely. there's a lot of those fucking defense license plates hanging around <laughs> D- on on D- gate. <laughs> de, de gate, uh, de back door, <laughs> defunct. You name it. <laughs> Slam dunk. <laughs> um, the, time Warner. Now it says on the. It says at the bottom of the the Warner Brothers thing, uh, a Time Warner company, right? Um, and, and it's not Time Warner anymore. They're now called um, Warner Media. Right, so I thought I'd have a little bit of a look into what Warner Media owned because I know Time Warner owned a lot of stuff at one point, and and these aren't all things I've learned. Although I guess they could technically be used as such, but but if I was just using this list, it'd make a pretty boring thing. I'm just going to run over a few things that have uh, that that they own. Right, I'm going to go down yeah. a, a Wikipedia list. Yeah, 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 go for it. Warner Brothers Theatres, Warner Brothers Museum, Studios Burbank, Studios Leverston, the CW. The CW Plus, Fandango Now, Fandango Movie Clips, Movies.com, MovieTickets.com, Rotten Tomatoes, Voodoo, Voodoo! <laughs> I don't know what that is. Voodoo, <laughs> you do that voodoo so well. Uh, Turner Entertainment Co., Water Tower Music, Warner Brothers Pictures, New Line Cinema, DC Films, Warner Animation Group, Castle Rock Entertainment, the, the it says the Walper Organisation, but I read it as the Walloper Organisation. <laughs> what a Walloper. Scottish fans in there. <laughs> uh, Flagship Entertainment in China, Spyglass Media Group, Alloy Entertainment, Blue Ribbon Content, not to be confused with Blue Riband, Biscuit Content, uh, Warner Horizon Scripted Television, TMZ, DC All Access, 2Fab, True Crime Daily, a very good production, that's a bit fucking up its own arse, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we'll decide. Ricochet, 2020, Wall to Wall, Renegade Pictures, Yali Productions, Yali Productions. I Worked I Belgium work scripted. scripted, Blasovsky Belgium, Colm Film, WBTVS, Switzerland, France, Spain, Portugal, Australia, New Zealand, not the countries, but those particular channels. Warner Brothers Animation, Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network Studios, Adult Swim, William Street, William Street Records, Toonami, Toonami, Adult Swim Games, Big Pixel Studios, Boomerang, Turner Classic Movies, Wizarding World. I would assume that's Harry Potter. WB Games, Avalanche Software, Monoloth Productions, Never Realm Studios, Plex Chat, Portkey Games, Rocksteady Studios, TT Games, TT Games Publishing, TT Fusion, Traveller's Tales, TT Odyssey, Playdemic, Warner Brothers Games Boston, Montreal, New York, San Diego, San Francisco. Everyone's talking about pop music. Uh, Warner Brothers Global Brands and Experiences, DC Entertainment, DC Comics, Wildstorm, DC Black Label, Mad Magazine, Warner Brothers Movie World, Parquet, Warner Madrid, Warner Brothers World Abu Dhabi, Warner Brothers Studio Tours, HBO, HBO2, HBO Signature, HBO Family, HBO Kids, HBO Comedy, HBO Zone, HBO Latino, uh, Cinemax, Cinemax On Demand, HBO Films, Bad Wolf Limited, Turner, TBS, TNT, True TV, Turner Sports Entertainment, Digital, and all of the fucking CNN channels, including CNN Airport, which sounds pretty bad, NBA TV, uh, Turner Sports, AT&T Sports Network channels. And that's not even including the vast majority of the non-European international stuff that they own. It is exhausting, and I think I've just gone on for five minutes about shit they own. <laughs> <laughs> How do they keep up with it, drawing me? It's true. There's like six companies own everything in the world. It's true. Big fan of uh, of deregulating all that shit, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Let the government take control. So we have been 900 products we have learned from <laughs> falling down. Right. See you later, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank God we don't have to talk about this movie. Yeah. But that, I mean, I was astounded by that, and I could have, I could have read on, but it doesn't make for very good podcasting. I will probably even edit some of that shit out. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, a lot of it. Yeah. But so he is sat in his car. It opens. He's sat in his car. He's sweating. It's a hot day. There's lots of works going on. You can see it says "Works for Department of Justice" on his windscreen. Yeah. I like the fade in. So at the beginning, when it opens up, it's, there's no no sound. It's just the camera going round him, and then everything starts to fade in. I, I like that. I thought that was a good touch. I like the, the Garfield as well. That was a good touch. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't think we had one. If I'm honest, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. Yeah, of these I remember. Garfields. They were known as "Stuck on You Garfields." They debuted in 1988. Garfield is 42 years old this year. Which you makes me guess, well, yeah, absolutely, that he's dead, surely dead. Which got me thinking, is he like Bond? Do they replace him every nine years with another one and just call him Garfield? <laughs> like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> fly, he's going mental at the fly in, in, in the car. The, he's noticing all the bumper stickers and one of them says, how's my driving? 1-800-EAT-SHIT. <laughs> <Quite like, laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> and Jesus Kids are getting one. louder. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's too hot blatantly. All the horns are going. Everybody's angry and it gets out of the car and someone says, hey, where are you going? He says, I'm going home. And he just kind of makes his way out. This guy's screaming at him. Uh, there's a Hawaiian tropic billboard, and and it says something like "white is for laundry" or something. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, uh, someone's, dro- someone's got up there and drawn a little person, like, drowning in the, the model's cleavage. Cleavage? Are we, are we help, help me, me. bubble? <laughs> yeah, that's quite funny. <laughs> Hawaiian Tropic, John, uh, is a brand, of course, of sun- sunscreen, as they say in the States, uh, founded in 1969 by Ron Rice. They had Miss Hawaiian Tropic tropic contests from 1984 to 2010 and in 2006 their net sales were 110 million dollars didn't worry didn't worry not bad uh especially considering not hawaiian <laughs> i've written not hawaiian uh at all not uh, just just obviously that gives off uh, an idea of of sun doesn't it yeah yeah did Warner Bros buy them as well <laughs> yes, quite possibly. Yeah. Robert Duval, we switched to Robert Duval now. Good actor, Robert Duval. Proper actor. Proper actor, you're absolutely right. Uh he's Prendergast and he's kind of like, let's move this car <laughs> to the to the cop. Like the, the, the road cop. He's a dick, isn't he? I think the whole point of this is ACAB, right, isn't it? The whole point is all cups busted, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. And and if, if this was the only thing you knew about police and, and possibly last year's news, you would agree. You would 100% agree. Yeah. Because every cop in this, except for two, are awful. They're just awful people. Everyone is a two. Yeah, definitely. This guy's like, sir, get back in your car. And he doesn't, he, he quite blatantly doesn't want to say, it's all right, son, I'm a cop. He just wants to kind of Help. Yeah, things the moving. guy's going, yeah, he went. I thought he was going in the bushes for a pee, but then he just went. He said he was going home. Well, if he said he's going home, why would you think he was going for a why pee? Why do you think he's going for a pee? As, exactly, I thought, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had that as well. I thought, why the hell do you think he's going for a pee if he's saying, I'm, I'm going home? He says, oh, you're lucky you caught me today. It's my last day as a cop. <laughs> and the traffic cop does not care one bit. He I is know, not that whole, I was... I was one day away for retirement. What can go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See. See. Also, a dog that loses its smell, uh, and a bomb, bomb explosive robot. It's all the Simpsons. <laughs> oh, it was his last day before retirement. They, they're moving the car. They're getting rid of the car. He clocks the license plate. That's going to come back a little bit later on. Yep. The phone's ringing, and this character Beth uh, is. Running back. She's got shopping. She's got the dog. She's got the kid on the trike like the fucking Shining. And she's chasing, running after the, the kind of getting in. It's our old mate, Mikey D. Uh, he's ringing, but he doesn't speak. Yeah. Uh, I've put, do you remember pay phones? Back in the day, yeah. Yeah. And then he runs He, he runs out of change. He's going to ring again. Why well, he didn't just say something, I don't know. But he runs out of change. So he goes to a shop. To get some change. Oh, by the way, Beth, the character of Beth, who we later learn is his estranged wife, uh, Barbara Hershey. She's a good actress as well. So have you seen the end? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, nah, the, the ghost. Yeah. A bit, uh, that, that I saw that too young. I was far too young. Me to too young for that. I was expecting. Yeah, more, I was so I've probably to... seen it too old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was far too young for that. <laughs> Don't get sexually assaulted by the ghost, child. Oh, no, oh, no that's poltergeist. <laughs> Ectoplasm all over the place. Oh, no. Sorry, mate. Let's move on. <laughs> that's my... Hey, I, I lowered it, mate. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> Don't get near the containment unit, child. <laughs> Is that the second week on the trot we've mentioned her? 
Yes, as you love her though. I think it might be. Zelda Rubenstein gets mentioned again. Uh, <laughs> so he goes into the shop for change. The guy that owns the shop, I think he's called Mr. Kim. It's the dad from Goonies. It's, um, you know, the, the, the kid with all the, uh, all the gadgets. Yes. It's his dad in Goonies, Rachel. Oh, well, so it is. Before she gave up on this, she gave up on this movie 30 minutes in and went and... Oh, did she really? She hated it. Yeah, she hated it. Right, okay. She could not enjoy... She she didn't appreciate it on any level. So 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 Mr. Lee, the the, the Korean? That's right, yes. Um, So goes in the shop and he says, I I need some change. No change, you've got to buy something. So he goes goes to the the the, the cooler... Now, this bit I really, I really liked, liked for the sound, sound design, design yes. of, and the way, the way it made, made you feel, feel like it was really cool. Really because he opened yes. it. You could hear the humming. You could hear the hum, and you, you, you felt, felt that cold, didn't you? Yes. As you were yeah. watching it. Oh, it was well done. Yeah, yeah. It was good. And then he, he, he put it on his face, his head, mm-hmm. and on the like, back of his neck. And I, and felt, I felt chilled. chilled good. Good. That was that a really, really, really good, good yeah, part of the good film scene. For me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was up there as probably one of only two bits of the film I liked. <laughs> uh, it, it's New Coke that he's picked up. New Coke launched in 1985 and was discontinued in 2002. It was a sweeter recipe that they released to match Pepsi, because apparently Pepsi is much sweeter than Coke. I don't drink either, so I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they relaunched it in 2019 for a short period of time to tie in with the third series of Stranger Things. Netflix. Oh, well, okay. Mm, which is the one in the mall. The mall? The mall. The mall. I wonder if that's going to get past the uh, Netflix three series thing. You know, they've got this three series Yeah, thing. they've got the three series bug, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they kill stuff off. Yeah, if it's not performing. I'm pretty sure that will. Um, anyway, he goes back, back to Mr. Lee and he says 85 cents. And he kicks off, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like, how am I going to make a call with 85 cents? I'm not going to have yeah, another he call. Yeah, he says, I'm going to give you a dollar, you'll you sell me the Coke, and you'll give me 50 cents change. And he says, he says it's not five, and I hated this, it's not five, it's five, because he says, is there no Vs in China? Mm-hmm. He says, I'm Korean. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of like, good, get it up him. He says, do you know how much my country's given yours? This is this is another That's... bit of the scene I loved. What does he say? It, it says no. How much? And then I don't know, but it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I don't know. <laughs> it's probably a lot, <laughs> but proper gammon argument. <laughs> yeah. He tries to baseball bat him, doesn't he? The yeah, Mister Lee tries to grab the the baseball bat and he grabs it from yeah. him. And he says, "What is this? The last stand on Fiji." Boy, that took me some googling. I had no idea what the last stand up feature. Is that the rabbit hole you went down? Mm, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, up there with guns. Uh, the last stand on Fiji uh, was in 1873. Three clans made a stand versus the English Navy, boo, um, at Narkuli. The clans lost. And the English Navy captured 2,000 men, women, and children and either put them to death or put them to slavery, which is heartbreaking. Uh, yeah, I learned a, a, a lot of how badly done to Polynesian brothers and sisters have been, and it made me really sad, okay. as did a lot of this movie. Mm. So, yeah, I, I learned a couple of things there. 
I wish it hadn't, if I'm honest. I really do. He wrestles him to the ground and he says, take my money. He says, I don't want your money. He says, I want a fair deal. So he he runs through. He runs through certain things and how much they cost, right? Yes. I haven't written down how much he says they cost, but there's four things he asked for, John. So just for you, I'm going to ask you how much you think they cost in the United States today. Wow, okay. And this is give or take a few cents. Give or take a few cents. Right. So um, I asked uh, Jody B of the Poe Boys podcast, uh, who did the, is the guy that did the uh, little sound thing for us. Oh, yeah. I I shared with you last night. That was cool. The the like, 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 like. We say like a lot, it turns out. I did like it too. And Jody of Poe Boys did something for us. I'll put it in the feeds. Uh, (laughs) It was very good. But he supplied us with this information. So, how much will a can of Coke cost you, John? And you've got to be right within five cents. I would say... In fact, I'll tell you what, ten cents. Really? Because some of them Um, are hard. Some of them are hard. So, within ten cents. I'd say a dollar fifty. Mate, you're miles off. Seventy-nine cents. What? It was eighty-five cents in the movie? No, it wasn't eighty-five. It was eighty-five cents in his prices. Ah, okay. I think is the point. If you think about, you know, so let's maybe this will give you a little bit of something. Right. Uh, aspirin. How much would a bottle of aspirin cost you? Aspirin, two dollars fifty. I would have said a lot more than ninety nine cents. Ninety nine cents. Your face is like ninety nine cents. I could really? not be further from that. Ninety nine cents. A bottle of aspirin. <laughs> apparently. Jesus. Six donuts. A packet of six donuts. A dollar. Hey, dollar. We got a dollar. We got a Three bucks. What? Three bucks for six donuts. They need to get and Greg's over there. <laughs> and a packet of four double A batteries. Oof. Are we talking Duracell? We're we talking. Yeah, let's say name Duracell. Right. Okay. So I'm thinking five dollars. <laughs> Four bucks. Oh, I was going to say four bucks. <laughs> I thought you were as well when you started going. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. So, John, you got a big fat neen there. You got none, oh. which is a shame. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> you did. So you got a donut. Um, he, he, so, he smashes all this shit up, doesn't he? But <laughs> Mr. Lee says, I love this. He says, and how much for the batteries? And he goes, um, $4.18 or something. And he goes, oh, now you're just playing with me. You're just batters it anyway. <laughs> batters it anyway, eh? <laughs> then Rick. how much for the Coke? Yeah, it's all oh, 50 cents. Okay. So he, he goes into the cash register. He takes his, his, his 50, he puts the dollar in, he takes his 50 cents change. Uh, and he goes, and, and it's all about how he thinks the world should be run isn't it this movie yeah. about how it's changed without him kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah we go to Prendergast he opens up his drawer and it's full of sand <laughs> which I thought was a <laughs> that was quite good shitty thing <laughs> that was sand uh, I thought it was Catler yeah well the guy says doesn't he where did you get get it oh, he says oh it's all the way from Arizona because he's retiring to Arizona and he says uh, more like uh, more like Venice Beach and he says well no it's out of my cat's litter tray I didn't even move remove the poo somebody says to him be careful such and such got ran down by an impounded car last on his last day and I thought these guys are all arseholes <laughs> yeah. Sandy's alright she's the she's the young uh, detective and she says are we still meeting for lunch 
and he goes in his drawer and he takes a, a picture of a little girl and a frame out of there. Defense can't get Barbara Hershey on the phone. She's talking about a kid's party. So it's a little girl's party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's annoyed at that because he gets annoyed at everything. Yeah. Uh, Prendergast's wife, however, is on the phone to him. I'll be home soon. She's obviously unwell. Yeah. And we don't really know why. He sings London Bridge is falling down to her. It was kind of like, okay, that's interesting. Uh, London Bridge is falling down. Dates back to circa 1744. Similar rhymes date to 1600s in France and Germany. And the lyrics involving London Bridge falling down may or may not relate to uh, Vikings toppling the bridge in 1014. See, London Bridge is mentioned a few times in this movie for some well, reason. Well, it is, and 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 we'll come come back to a couple we'll of those specifically back to it. Yeah, because <laughs> I I love the, the the London Bridge bit is is really interesting to me. So he, he sings that song to her to, to make her feel better. She, there's evidently some sort of underlying health problem there, and at no point is there any mention that 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 Michael Douglas's character may have an underlying health pro- mental health problem too. Yeah. At all. Yeah, just uh, when I was watching it, it just felt as if it was a guy who got his car and was dogging work, but he was too afraid to tell his wife. <laughs> that's what I got at the beginning, <laughs> the first time I ever watched it. I'm like, why don't you just tell her you're dogging work? Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> he's sat on the waste ground with his, shoe. With his briefcase. Yeah, and he's got a hole in his shoe, like a massive hole in his shoe. Yeah. He's put some newspaper in it. Which I would assume people do still do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and these two Latino gang lads come up, threatening him. It's our land. Can't you see it? It's written on the tags, and they're kind of saying it, it's this, this, this. And he says, "Oh, if you'd written it in English, I could understand it." And I was like, "Whoa, you deserve to be stabbed." <laughs> That's your attitude. He tries to leave, and mm-hmm. they want his case. Yeah, this brilliant flick knife. The butterfly knife. A uh, butterfly knife. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know they were called that, John. Thank you. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's kind of, and he's doing all the twisty stuff with it, isn't he? Do you know, I, I found one in the early 90s and I've still got it in my in my toolbox. I found uh, yeah. it. Uh, yeah, it's just a wee tiny silver thing. It's, it's not a proper one, but I don't know why. I found it mid-90s and I just have had it maybe ever since. Never used it. <laughs> <laughs> you've not you've not used it on a middle aged wife. Never right? used it. No. <laughs> no. It was just once a day off work. <laughs> so they're gonna attack him. One of them's got a bat, one of them's got a knife, and he attacks him with the case and then gets the bat, gives him a bit of a hiding, and then I'm going home. Stop saying you're going home. But now he's got the knife. He kind of he's like, How do they do that? You know that yeah. he's trying to do the thing. He kind the, of the thing, yeah, yeah. Pops it in his pocket. And then he's back off his merry way. He is. And I'd noted that it's some get-up that he's wearing. short sleeve shirt and a tie. Uh, like Supperwitz in... Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but one of the Simpsons characters based on his based on his character. Um, is it Frank Grimes? Is um, it really? Homer. Yeah, of course it is. That makes so much sense. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's crew cut, the shirt, the whole thing was based on the character for falling down. <gasps> That makes so much sense. Old that's Grimy what, is why based he, on old defence. Yeah, yeah, that's why he, when he does Homer does his thing, he builds up the aggression, builds up to a point where he just wants to kill him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's based on. That makes defense. all the sense in the world, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Something you've Brilliant. learned. I know, yeah, absolutely. But I'd, I'd noted that, yeah, I'd said, you know, but Supperwitz was it. 
Yeah, you, well, you're not Detective Supperwitz, Homer. Oh, I wish I was Supperwitz. <laughs> was the Simpsons reference I was about to make. But he's got this pocket protector and pens. I've always been interested in pocket protectors, so I looked them up. They were invented in World War II by a guy called Huey Smith. They're generally made of PVC, and they protect from pen leaks and the, the, the pen kind of catchy bit from mm. ruining your shirt. Uh, I looked them up on Amazon, and you can get a leather one for £8.59 if you really wanted one, which I certainly don't. Just, I always just think of Shaun of the Dead and the scene where you've you, you, got <laughs> red, red on pen. you. You've got red on you. <laughs> <laughs> Prendergast. We're back with Prendergast and Mr. Lee's here. What did he look like? White man with a shirt and tie. He looked like you. <laughs> yeah, just taller. <laughs> with more hair. <laughs> yeah, more hair. Yeah, and, and I think that, that description's used again later on. He took my bait. Oh, he didn't steal anything, but he took my baseball bat. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was a robbery. I'll take it to somebody else. Um, Prendergast guy, like, okay, weird. Now, those gang members from before are back in a car with three other Latina young stereotypes screaming at one another. They really aren't, they? It's they really like, bad. properly going at it. They're looking for him. He calls Barbara Hershey again. I'm coming home for Adele's birthday. But it turns out, he doesn't pay child support, he doesn't live there anymore, and he's not allowed to be there. Yeah, she got a restraining order. Here's the gang. We see what car they're in. It looks like one of the ones I rode in in Havana on our honeymoon. It's a right piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> they've got a gun. They've got like this... Um, this gun, it's it's like a proper drive-by. They <laughs> start shooting. I've not, how do they miss him? I didn't. Yeah, they shoot everyone him. else, and he just yeah. sort of goes about doing his normal business. So it's a bit weird how he never he doesn't react. And even when there's chaos all around him, and he, he takes his case and walks away, he still walks as if it's a shock to him to see these people lying about. So yeah. that's yeah, a strange yeah. scene. As if he's in a different world. Yeah. They hit three people and loads of shop windows, but he's fine. Uh, they crash into another car. She does a runner. There's a girl in the car. There's a girl in the garden, uh, and they all die except for one. Uh, he wanders over, and he says, you missed. Picks up the gun, <laughs> shoots, goes, oh, I missed too, and then shoots him in the car. In the leg. So shoots him right in the leg. Yeah. Back in the leg. Uh, <laughs> he takes that gun, and, he, and, and a bag full of guns says, Shooting lessons, asshole. <laughs> what? The gun is a full Autotech 9. It's the gun that Bridget Nielsen uses in Beverly Hills Cop 2. And it is a 9x19mm bullets that it takes. Right. I thought it was an Uzi. Well, no, apparently not. It does look, it is that, it, it, it is that, that small kind compact. of yeah. Type of thing, yeah. It's a uh, it's a fully automatic version as well. The things you find out on the internet gun movie database, you, or whatever it's be, called. You're going to be search for soon, googling all these guns. Uh, and well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh, you want to mess with me, SA? I'm local. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're using the. Uh, I was going to say innuendo, <laughs> incognito, innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> And you're endo. <laughs> chance will be a fine thing. <laughs> yeah, have a drink if you had chance will be a fine thing on the podcast bingo. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> That's right, like. Prendergast is now in with the chief. The chief's hitting the bag. <laughs> the chief's got a punch bag. Yeah, in, in his, his office. 
And he says, retiring early means you don't get a full pension. Now, at the time, Robert Duvall was 62. I was like, when do you get a fucking pension in, <laughs> as a cop in America? Mm-hmm. It turns out you can retire at 55 and you get 50% of your base salary after a minimum of 20 years or 55, whichever comes uh, soonest. And every further year of service you do, you get 2% on top to a maximum of 75. So if you think about it, he would be pretty damn close to that 75 from that alone, wouldn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's asked asked specifically for early retirement, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. And it's obviously so he can move away. Um, The Chief's giving him shit about a desk job. Like, everybody's giving him shit about a desk job. Yeah. And obviously something's happened at this point, we don't know, that's made him want to do that. He asked him to reconsider. I have to do it. You know, they asked me to ask you. He says, how are the kids? He says, I don't have any. I did have one, but she died. I lost my daughter. And the chief just doesn't give a shit, does he? Like, he's really... No. He, he doesn't, doesn't he just like says, him. Oh, he says, but at least you're still married, or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, are you still married? Still yeah, still yeah. Married. Oh, well, at least you've got that. Yeah, really shitty. So Defence is walking past a one-hour Photoshop. Remember those? And a, a swap meet sign. A swap meet, because I didn't know, because we don't have them here. It's basically a car boot sale. Right. Pre-owned goods in a flea market type sale. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, I didn't. I, I, I've heard of the term, but I figured it was like a bring and buy sale, which I, I guess th- it can't Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought it was uh, like a, a, a swap at barbecue. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be good. <laughs> I wouldn't mind to swap some barbecue right now. He's in this bus queue. He's going to get the bus home, but kind of gets barged out and doesn't really try very hard. And then he goes to walk down the street and he has to walk around some roadworks, which are literally just this little bit of pavement. If you look at it, it's just a little bit of pavement he's got to walk around. All he has to do is walk on the grass or walk on the road. And the guy says to him, you got to follow the signs, asshole. <laughs> and I've put all these things that are a big problem for him are really small inconveniences uh, for anybody else. Yeah. He looks around yeah. angrily at a lot of minorities in this scene as well. Every time he's like looking angrily, you see like a, I don't know, Central, Central American guy, or you see a black guy, or you see, you know, a Latino yeah. family or whatever. And you go, yeah, it's just unacceptable. The cops are at, at Barbara Hershey's house. She's got a restraining order because he has a temper. So he has to stay 100 metres away, or is it 100 yards? And she says, I can never remember. And the cop says, it's at the judge's discretion. I didn't know that. It's Neither up to that. the judge how far I thought, away it was a sta- I thought it was a standard thing. Yeah, so did I. So the judge makes a decision. So put that on the list. He says, he's never hurt me or, or Adele, but I believe he could. And the cop just doesn't care. Like, yeah, they know the yeah. cop's there for, for crime, but there's got to be a level of prevention. He says, look, we're going to have to go. We can't just stay here all day. The next scene is some kids in a playground. He's walking through the park, and I was like, uh, is that the playground from Terminator 2 with the <laughs> chain-link fence where they all explode? <laughs> where they all explode. <laughs> yeah. But he's just standing there as well watching, which is a bit weird, but then decides to walk on a bit. But he meets his, the, the hobo. Oh, he meets this, I've put this derelict. Yeah. Who's wanting money? He says, oh, I drove down from Santa Barbara or something. And he says, oh, he says, I had to sleep in my car. Oh, show me your driving license. He says, I don't have my driving license. 
car registration, insurance. Like, why do all these people have their car registration insurance always with them in America? Yeah. Do you have to? Is that it the must reason? be a thing, though, because they get it all the time. Show me your license registration. For those that don't know at home, if you get pulled over by the police for speeding or whatever, or, or just a, a general check in the UK, uh, you've got seven days within which to uh, prove who you are at a police station on your driving yeah. license. So yeah. seven days to take your driving license for them to check it. Brilliant. You know, evidently, that's for now. That's until we become the authoritative police state that we're heading down towards in this Oh, country. God, yes. Yeah. But, uh, what, yeah. Horties will be a thing of the past. It'll be... Yeah. Scan the wrist. Scan the barcode. <laughs> check, check your eyes. <laughs> but the guy is kind of like, oh, well, no, I was... I was a vet. He says, what, you're a veterinarian? And I'm kind of like, you're just being a dick to him now, right? (laughs) He says, no, I was in Nam. He says, what, you must have been like a 10 years old. A drummer boy. boy. (laughs) (laughs) He says, no, no, I mean the Gulf, which was like the year before the Gulf started. So it can't be right. He says, oh, look, just give me some money. Why don't you give me a bag? Because he's got this big bag of guns and he's got his case. Yeah. Why, okay. why, why do you got two? Why do you need two? Yeah. That's what I get <laughs> Why do you need two? two? I, should, I should have one. Yeah. <laughs> so he gives him the uh, it gives him the case. You know, straight away gives him the case. The case that he was like wanting to he would Defended. have died for uh, yeah, in yeah. the previous scene. Okay. The guy opens it. It's got a sorry sandwich and an apple in it, and he hoys the apple at him, didn't he? <laughs> so he does, and he kicks that away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're at the police station again. The cops have got the girl from the drive-by. She's called Angie. They don't believe her. She keeps saying, it's a white guy, it's a white guy, it's a white guy. Prendergast believes her. Uh, he said he had a baseball bat. What did he look like? He looked like you, except he had hair. I laughed again. He got a white shirt and a tie. So Prendergast is a good cop. I'd written yeah, all good, yeah. Prendergast yeah, is yeah. a good cop. He follows the timeline and the route and says, "Oh, around here to the to the other copper, uh, to the to the Japanese Japanese American cop who earlier on, Mister Mister Lee had said it was talking in Korean, and he said, "Oh, can you translate for me?" Prendergast had said, "He says, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm Japanese." That was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight so back. Kind of like, oh no, <laughs> what's a white guy doing in Gangland? So we move on to the iconic scene now. Whammy Burger. Whammy. And he goes into Whammy Burger and he wants a ham and cheese whomlet. <laughs> Sounds fucking disgusting. <laughs> and Whammy Fries. He says, I'm sorry. She says, I'm sorry. We stopped serving breakfast. I want to speak to your manager. All right, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> that manager's called Greg and she was called sharon or something yeah uh, and, and they've got their names on the badge why am i calling me by my first names i don't know you i've worked for my boss for seven years and i still call him mr johnson yeah. she's, she, she says something like oh well you can call me miss something or other if you like <laughs> yeah just looking at how much i thought it was great good <laughs> he says sorry we stopped serving breakfast at eleven thirty. he looks at his watch it's i think like eleven thirty-four or something yeah from what yeah. i can see he says away. there is a saying the customer's always right <laughs> the manager, Greg, says, I'm sorry, but that's not our policy. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> so he pulls a gun. Everyone sit down and eat your lunch. Right, okay, we'll make you what you want. He shoots the ceiling. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. It was an accident. It's a sensitive trigger. They just go straight to the back thing and start getting him what he wanted Yeah. in the box. Yeah. So they evidently still had it. Had the breakfast, yeah. Racked up there. Back. Yeah. He says, actually, I've changed my mind. I will have lunch. So I'll have a 
I don't know, a whammy burger with fries and a wham shake or something. <laughs> <laughs> he wanders around saying, is everybody having a good lunch? Eat your lunch. <laughs> what about you, ma'am? How's the food? And the woman just goes... <laughs> yeah, <"Bleh." that> <laughs> yeah. I think we've got a critic. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes to, uh, he goes to get the burger and it doesn't look like the picture because it never, never does. Can anyone tell me what's wrong with this picture? He says, and the little kid okay, just, that he was talking about just raises his hand, and then it cuts away. <laughs> then I'm like, I'm oh, I wonder what that cat was going to say. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that was a good bit. <laughs> yeah, that was. It lulled you in. It lulled you in because I was like, we all know what's wrong with the burger. I wish yeah. somebody would tell us what's wrong with that burger. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like shit. <laughs> It does look like shit. We then find out where exactly Prendergast is going. Sandra's unhappy that he's going to, can't even read my writing, Lake Hensu, Lake Hensu, which is in Arizona, has a population of 52,527 people, was founded in 1963. That seems very new, doesn't it? Well, that is new. But London Bridge is there. The previous London Bridge to the one that we've got now is there. It was bought for $2.5 million in 1968, and it is the second largest visitor attraction in Arizona behind the Grand Canyon. Jesus. Mm. Mind-blowing, isn't it? The fact but, they could take it so all the way over there. Yeah, brick by brick by brick, and then reassembled it brick by brick. It was like that series of Alvida Saint Pet, where they allegedly took down the Middlesbrough Transporter Bridge bit by bit and put that up in Arizona, <laughs> <laughs> which they didn't actually do. The Transporter Bridge Transport. is still in Middlesbrough. So Sandra says to him, "Why are you retiring now?" And he says, "Oh, you won't understand. My wife used to be really beautiful, and then she lost her looks." And she's got nothing else. And yes. You're kind of like, all right, now I don't like Pentecost all of a sudden. What, what it, is that about? You it's know? weird. I, I, to be honest, it makes sense later on when he discusses that section again. But at that point in time, you're thinking, what does that all about? Yeah, he's so disrespectful with his wife, or you think, but yeah. it makes sense when he tells more about her. Yeah. He says to Sandra, well, you wouldn't understand. And she's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, because you don't have looks anyway. <laughs> anyway, they're having dinner at this, this Mexican restaurant. I was kind of like, oh, yes, please. A cop comes in, shooting at the whammy burger. Yep, let's go. Got a guy with a certain tie, so that's Pentagast. Automatically yeah. excited to attack. Yeah, is it is it them? Oh, and as he's leaving, he says to Sandra, the one thing you need to remember is I love my wife. Okay, okay. Defence is now walking past a bank and there's a guy dressed exactly the same as him, shirt and tie, all the thing, with a sign. And it says on the sign, not economically viable. And he's protesting the bank because the bank won't give him a loan. Yep. Yeah, yep. Cops come to take him away. He's wearing the exact same outfit, isn't he? Like, he is, to the chat, yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, tie, the shirt and tie and everything, yeah. And later on, he, as he drives by, he says, don't forget me, as he's kind of in the cop car getting arrested. He buys a snow globe off of a guy who looks like a minority to me. What's he doing? It's all right. He can pick and choose which minorities he deals with. The cops are leaving Barbara Hershey's for the second time. Call your lawyer. Lock yourself in. Call us if he shows up. Yeah, they're really snidey about it as well, aren't they? It's not as if yeah. they're not compassionate like, at all. She's wasting their time completely. Yeah, she says, if you want to help, if the, if pretty much she said to her, if you want us to help you, next time there's a vote about... Um, <laughs> 
uh, about more cops on the street. Yeah, about yeah. yeah. Don't don't yeah. Vote to, vote to depose it, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, if you want to help that. me, <laughs> it was a bit weird. And and I think everybody listening at home needs to remember that. Please, when it comes to voting, don't vote for a person that looks like they've shagged a scarecrow. Right, vote for person with policies for you. Yeah. Right, yeah. vote for the person that speaks for you and what you want to see happen in your community and with the people within your community who need the help the most. Please, no matter where you are, if you're in Fiji, if you're in Cologne, if you're Arizona, in fucking Stenhouse Muir, wherever you might be, it's all good. He's got his wife on line one and Sandra on line two. And he's kind of juggling them. What I noticed is he's got one of these shoulder things on his phone headset so we can sit on his phone like that, uh, which made me think of Jack Lemmon's character in Glengarry Glen Ross. (laughs) Oh, I've got to have the leads. (laughs) Give me the leads. (laughs) These leads are trash. She wants him home, but Sandra wants to say goodbye. So he says, look, you've got to stay on the phone. I need to know more about this guy with the shirt and tie. We then go back to defence. He's bothered by the hole in his shoe. So he goes to like an army surplus shop. Yes. Which yeah, is put yeah. is run by Herman from The Simpsons. <laughs> this guy's got these huge cans on, like well, what I've got on right now. Yeah. Uh, listening to the police radio. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Straight off the bat, you know this guy's no the full shilling. I mean, look, I don't know anyone that's ever run an army surplus shop, but I would assume they're all like this. <laughs> Are they? One of the good old boys. <laughs> <laughs> good old boy. He's, he, he's stand by. Stand by. Be ready. Yeah, thanks, Trump, you dick. So he recognises him. And this this guy's, all, this guy's awful. Yeah. He recognises him and he runs over. He says, can I give you some help? And he says, I'm looking for some boots. And he says, oh, some hiking boots. And he says, look at these. These are tested. You know, they're, they're made in a lab. And they're for pussies and the F slur. Homosexual Efsler, which I was, I honestly cringed at. Like, I, I, I was sat on my own watching it and I cringed at the slur. These, these are ex Vietnam surplus. I'm kind of like, how old are those boots? Didn't the States come out of Vietnam in like 78? Yeah. <laughs> those they, were boots, about, they were about to last. They, they, <laughs> they were built for stomping the Q slurs. Uh, and he says it loud enough for these two guys shopping, who I think the point is they're homosexual because they're wearing really tight clothes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really get it. Take it easy, Mary, and pulls a gun. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> you hated that, didn't you? I did hate that. Yeah, it made me feel really bad. Sandra comes in the gun shop as defense is trying on his boots. Yeah, uh, we're looking for a guy late thirties. <laughs> you what? He's meant to be late thirties. Yeah, very good. Because he was shop- forty-eight when he did it, wasn't he? Was he? Right, yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, learned. <laughs> yeah, the shop owner closes the curtains and pushes the gun bag under the thing. And as she's leaving, he's like, why don't they call you officeresses? And she says, I guess just knowing that we're police officers is enough. Locks the door behind her and she's gone. He says, I'm not going to turn you in. I'm your friend. Come and have a look at all my special gear in the back. Yeah. In the meantime, Angie's changed her mind, hasn't she? She'd been yeah. convinced to say it was a gang. Prendergast comes in and says, I know it was a white guy. Did he have guns? Yeah, it was a bag full of guns. Yeah, How many guns? Mm. All the guns. <laughs> <laughs> All the guns. Uh, takes defence out the back and says, how about this? It's a tin of Zyklon B. 
uh, Zyklon B was, was translated to Cyclone B. Uh, it was a hydrogen cyanide, which was used by the Nazis in Auschwitz and started out in America as pest control. So they used to use it to uh, to kill off bugs and kill, rats and yeah. things like that. Uh, he's, so he's going through all that. He shows him all sorts of nonsense, hasn't he? He's got like all the weapons. He tries to give him a rocket launcher. A, a, a bazooka, yeah. A heat yeah. sticking bazooka. That's right, yeah. And he's going, oh, look at this. I've got this. Oh, look at this. I've got this. She's like, He's like the, the trash lady in Labyrinth. <laughs> Maybe. You know, like, I, oh, but look I... at this. Oh, oh, but do you want this weapon? Oh, but do you want, do you want these boots for stomping Jewish people? You know, <laughs> Jesus. He says, oh, I know that you shot up the Whammy Burger, and I'm sure it was full of Enslers. <sighs> he goes in his bag. What have you got in here? Just all this stuff that he's saying about they spitting your food and stuff like that. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Everybody's spitting your food if you're talking about food. Yeah. What what he didn't say was that they take your French toast and they shove it down your, uh, down their jogging bottoms and they do lunches in it. That's exactly what I was thinking when he said that. And they spent it like, no, no. <laughs> Awful. That's um, multiracial. <laughs> it is. Uh, he goes in the bag and he says, oh, what's this? Oh, he, says, he says, I'm not like you. I don't want your help. And he goes, oh, what's in the bag? And he pulls the snow globe and throws it and he, he calls it Smash, F yeah. slur shit, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Smashes it. And he's like, no, that $3 snow globe that I just I bought off that man dollars. on the street where I could just go two streets away and buy another one. He's threatening him. He says he's obsessed with the fact he's going to go to jail. He tries to handcuff him and then knocks him to the ground. He's like, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, like over and over again. Like, wow, okay. They were saying that was a connotational thing, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely it was. Real closeted kind of idiot character. Defense shoots him in the shoulder. (laughs) Oh, oh no, he's got his butterfly knife. Stabs him in the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, he's got his his butterfly knife. Stabs him in the shoulder and he's looking at him in the mirror as if to say you made me bleed my own blood (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bleeder now bleeder (laughs) and he shoots him kills him falls through the glass and I've put oh death in front of Nazi Santa did you see the Nazi Santa there was a few Nazi characters in the background weren't there there was yeah there was loads of like hats and things but Santa with like a Nazi symbol on his on his thing oh I'll never never look at uh, Chris Kringle the same again. Exactly. <laughs> uh, one thing I had missed was he was on the phone, fu- because he's constantly on the fucking phone. Uh, he never passes a phone apart for one phone, apparently, in the, the right? burger. But uh, yeah, he never, he never actually, any phone he sees is used. He's on the phone, and this guy out of nowhere, like, he's going away from the phone. He's walking away. Yeah, this yeah. This guy's like, hey, some other people want to use the phone here. He's going. He just, yeah. you know what I'm he's like, hey, you, you asshole. And he shoots the phone, doesn't he? And he goes, oh, yeah. it's out of order. It's out of order. <laughs> and that's a parking lot where in the background, I don't know if you'd seen this, but there was an inflatable bum, which was advertising Sir Mix-a-Lot's Babies Got Back. Wow. <laughs> and like one of those kind of like wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. But the with the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the song was released in May 1992, so it matches in. It was number one in the US chart for five weeks, and it's covered in an episode of Glee. Of course it is. Fuck off, Glee. <laughs> Fuck off, Glee. Fuck. Prendergast has ID'd the gym bag. The other cops aren't happy that he's involved. The captain says, look, you guys get out of here. 
And the captain turns to him and says, I never liked you. I don't trust a man that doesn't curse. Yeah. He'd bloody love us, wouldn't he? Oh, well, yeah, we're a pal. <laughs> so he tells him about the phone box, and they both head off to investigate. So this is Sandra and Prendergast now on the case for their uh, final case. That's it. Babs is on the phone to defence again. Just stop answering. Unplug the phone, will you? Mm-hmm. No, no. He says, we're past the point of no return. This is the point where it takes longer to come back. So you might as well just complete the trip. And he references the astronauts. Do you know what Tom Hanks film he's referencing there? Apollo 13. Apollo 13, absolutely. (laughs) Obviously, we'll watch that film and go, oh, yeah. Well, he won't. He's deep. He's deep. (laughs) He made it. He says in certain South South American countries, it's legal to kill a wife if she insults you. It's not. I don't know if it was then, but it isn't now. I don't think it was then. 92. Central, I mean, Central America's mental, isn't it? You know, it's crazy. It's local. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, yeah, come on. Get with it, mate. The cops are now at at, uh, Mr. Lee's shop. As they're about to go in, he spots the Hawaiian tropic sign from the start of the movie, and he remembers that only an hour ago he was there. Yeah. Help me. (laughs) Help me, indeed. He's like, oh, wait a minute. And he runs into the bushes, and she says, oh, I'm sure the shop owner will let you use his toilet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he goes up the hill. He, he's quite sprightly for a 16-year-old. I'd be a lot more knackered going up the hill. And he gets up the hill and he spots the car that's there and he sees defence again. He's shouting, Mr. Lee, defence, defence. Like, Mr. Lee's looking. Going, what is wrong See with that, these please. white people? <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy screaming at an old lady in a jam and Michael Douglas just punches him in the face, knocks him out. He's now dressed like G.I. Joe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That good punch, though. Yeah, absolutely. He's got all the combat gear on and just absolutely ninjas him in the face. He says, oh, what's wrong with the street to the guy fixing it? There was nothing wrong yesterday. He says, you're just justifying your inflated budgets. He pulls the RPG and says, I'll give you something to fix. And he says, no, I'm just here to stop people falling in. What a great job! What a brilliant job that is! Just insult people and stop them from falling in. Yeah, just have a just have a fag and stop folk from falling in. Brilliant. <laughs> he pulls the RPG and this kid pulls up on a BMX and is telling him how to use it. Yeah, he yeah, shoots, yeah. but by mistake he shoots down the sewer pipe. <laughs> yeah. it, it goes really, really far and then blows up a crane. <laughs> and the kid goes, "Oh, cool, man." Yeah, because he thinks he's shooting a movie, didn't he? What's, what's yeah, the phone called? Yeah, he says, called? oh, what's, what's uh, works here <laughs> or something? Oh, construction, something about construction, Const- it? Yeah, construction over here or something like that. Yeah, really bad name. I'm trying to shoot that yellow thing over there. The missile launcher is an M72. It's an anti-tank missile, which also featured in Full Metal Jacket and Platoon. Ooh. It's featured in hundreds of movies, this particular weapon. Uh, not not necessarily that build, but that the particular type of weapon uh, has has been in in so many movies. It's unbelievable. Prendergast goes to Defense's mum's house now, mm-hmm. and she doesn't want them to come in. But Prendergast talking to her about a little animal figurines, and he says, "Oh, what's wrong with this one? Is it melted?" And she went, "No, it's a giraffe bending down to take it, a drink." It, yeah, <laughs> and this skunk, which painted, well, it isn't painted. It's painted in the build. And I thought, oh, that's quite cute. Again, good cop. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows how to, yeah, to work. Yeah, he knows how to talk to people. Yeah. Takes her up to his room 
and his room's absolutely spotless. It looks like Seymour Skinner's room out of The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. She says, I don't know where they live. He doesn't want me to know where the grandkid lives because he blames me for the family falling apart. Again, don't really know why. Neither does why, yep. No. So next up, Michael Douglas is at Altmore Country Club. Altmore Country Club was filmed at Los Angeles Country Club, which is due to host the US Open in 2023. Uh, Altmore Country Club isn't real. He's walking up the thing. I've put, uh, in that outfit, it looks like Bill Murray in Caddyshack when he's going to war with the gophers. <laughs> yeah. We always and this guy's, Yeah, this guy's shouting at him, get off the course. He says, oh, I'm just walking through. You can't play through. I'm not. I'm walking through. If my titleist hits you, then it's your problem. The titleist is a US brand of balls and I was going to say bats. Jesus. <laughs> balls and golf clubs. Golf clubs, yeah. Formed in 1932. In 1949, it became the most used ball at the US Open. And in 2002, it hit $1 billion worth of revenue. Man, a lot of people wear a lot of free time out there. Mm. He pulls the gun. Yeah. <laughs> he says it should have parks, families eating picnics, a petting zoo. And the old boy starts having a heart attack. Oh, he shoots, shoots his shoots car. car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and he's going, my pills, my pills. He says, where are your pills? And he, the cart, as just as he looks, the other old boy's chasing the cart down the hill as he's going in the lake. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Good. <laughs> And just because you wouldn't let me through, you're going to die in that stupid hat. <laughs> that was good. So he jumps over a wall into some posh complex, and he's shouting at the guy, going, why would you put barbed wire on there? To keep knobheads like you out, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, he says, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, it's not my place. Dr. Such and Such lets us stay here. I'm just the groundskeeper of my family. We're allowed to use it for barbecues. Whilst he's away, he says, what's he a doctor of? Plastic surgery. Oh, plastic surgery built this. Plastic surgery is unacceptable. But had he been a doctor for, I don't know, like a PhD or something, that would have been all That'd right. Be if he a doctor yeah. of letters, that would have been okay. Are there correspondence courses in plastic surgery? Uh, I've lost my job. Correspondence courses are basically open university. Yeah, based yeah. Distance learning. I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. Although oh, everything's distance learning this year, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. We're all, we're all in correspondence now. <laughs> yeah, or some right. kind of media <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah there's a bit in that, that scene as well the police were coming so he grabs a little girl's hand which is a bit strange and they, and they follow but it's as if he is taking her as hostage but then later on he looks at his own hand and sees blood on her hand and thinks he's hurt her which is yeah. it's a bit of a strange says, thing oh, I'd, I'd never hurt you and the guy says take me but let them go he's like I've got a family I'm trying to get back to my family I've lost my job. I'm obsolete. I, I would never hurt a family. Yeah, but you're behaving in a way you're yeah. really dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And economically uh, viable. Unviable. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the next shot, there's the bit where the cops, again, for the third time, are refusing to help her out. And then the phone rings. Mm-hmm. He's round the corner in their favorite ice cream place. They've turned it into a new age Central American place. Obviously, he'll hate that. Mm hmm. Being a racist and all. Yeah, that's right. So she realises where he is. She grabs the kid's hand and runs out the back just as he's going in the front. And then they run out, kind of avoiding him. Next shot, he's watching old home movies. 
Uh, I've been doing the same recently. I've been transferring a lot of stuff over from uh, analog to digital for my sister. Uh, and it's really sad. It is really sad. Back to Prendergast. The wife's on the phone. Mr. Peepers is obviously their cat. Scratch the shit out of me. <laughs> Mr. Peepers. Oh, yeah. If we she, get a second had, cat. She answers the phone first, though, didn't she? I think. Oh, she does, yeah. She's Prendergast's office. She's like, who the hell is that? I know. It's like, oh, it's her wife. Uh, yeah, and and at this point, they paint her as a monster, which evidently she's got problems, and he 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 puts her in her place. Yay, go men! Aren't men great? Go on, strong man, put her in her place. Yeah, when I, she's gone crazy at him for something, isn't she? Like because she says, moment. yeah, she says you should be coming home. You know, they're they're, they're moving, they're packing. So I do kind of get it, but he puts put, he puts her in her place, and you'll have my dinner on the table. Fucking hell! Retirement I said that to Rachel. I, yeah, I said that you. to Rachel. Mister Peepers would be scratching the shit out of me. Yeah, you'd get a kick in the Peepers. <laughs> Absolutely, I would. <laughs> anyway, he puts the phone down, and he's like, Haha, "Yeah, look at me." So they've got him a cake. Uh, they've also got him a stripper. Because it's the early 90s. I know, it's Susie Q. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He falls out with one of the cops, kicks him into the cake, and there's no actual cake in it. It's just like foam. It's just like cream, isn't it, when he falls back into it? (laughs) It just splatters everywhere. Yeah, nice. It's just just all Costco Uh, uh, Costco icing, isn't it? (laughs) That's exactly what it is, yeah. They know where he is now. They know where she lives. So they're headed there. To Venice. Venice yeah, but Beach. They, they say that they, they called the local um, forces and they say that they won't go because she's had X amount of police visits and after that, then they're not wanting to do it. I'm like, oh, that's a bit weird, Yeah, it? they've already had three three visits and they're not gonna, they're not going to go anymore, which seems really bad policy, you know. Mm-hmm. Back to the videos. It looks really nice. And then as the videos go on, he wants to force the kids to go on a rocking horse. Cuts to another video. She's crying on the pier, and at that he says, "This is your favourite place." And then he goes, "Ah, favourite place! I know where you are. Thank you, time capsule." <laughs> <laughs> he knows where she's gone. The cops turn up at the house. Sandra goes in, gets shot. Prendergast chases him, making sure Sandra's all right. He's running on the pier for what seems like about eight minutes. Like, yeah. how long's this pier? Just keep going. <laughs> keep big going. Pier. <laughs> And he gets and sees her and he says, can't, he just runs up to her and kisses her. And she says, what are you doing? You can't do that. He says, I can't hug my wife. He says, I'm not your wife anymore. And he says, till death do us part. Remember that? Gruesome. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> he pulls a gun. Been a hard day at the office. God bless the working stiffs. You just sat in your car for 10 minutes, got uh, upset, and then went around bothering people all day. <laughs> Prendergast turns up. Oh, she says, you're sick. And he says, take a walk around this town. That's sick. Prendergast turns up and he says, oh, you want to know what's sick? I used to do my fishing here and now you can't fish here because fish are all poisoned and you can't swim in the water because you'll get a blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Prendergast explains his daughter died at two through infant death syndrome. He says, usually they die a lot younger. He says, she was big and she was strong. It shouldn't have happened. Is that that what he says about his wife being um, given up everything, her looks and all that? That's right. Yeah, she gave. Yeah, she gave up her. She gave up her looks. She gave up her figure mm-hmm. to have babies. He says, "I thought that was the dream." He puts the gun down. Babs kicks the gun away. Prendergast pulls a gun on him, 
And he says, look, I haven't done anything wrong. I'm not the bad guy. He says, am I the bad guy here? And he says, yeah. He says, but he says, he says, I'm just, I feel let down. He says, you're angry that you got lied to. And that's, that's the fucking crux of the movie. There's a lot of people like that out there who are angry, who do believe that they've been lied to, who do believe that life isn't as easy for them anymore because of minorities and women and trans people. That's what they, they honestly believe it. And he says, everybody gets lied to all the time. You can't tell me, John, right now, that's two white men, almost middle-aged. We are almost middle-aged. Two white men, that we've got it harder than others. Because yeah. I don't believe we have. I don't yeah, no, have. It's a sad state of affairs, but I've just stopped with the news and stuff like that because I'm just sick of getting lied to now. It's it's all pushed on you through media and your perception of people and I've just life's too short for that. I just can't. I'm just and it's not that I'm out for myself, but yeah, I know what you mean. It feels as if we've all been lied to. It's how you deal with it that that determines what sort of person you are. That's one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And he doesn't deal with it the right way. He gets all inward and oh me, oh me, you know, poor me. He says, I've actually still got a gun in my pocket. Do you want to draw? Prendergast said, well, you've got a choice. Don't you want to see your little girl grow up? He says, from behind bars, I'll just let her have the insurance money. And I'm like, oh, that's the first time that's been mentioned. It's been mentioned, like, yes. Yeah. That came out anyway. Throwaway kind of thing. He pulls a gun. Prendergast shoots him. Turns out the gun's a water pistol. Shoots him off the pier, no less. Mm. I don't know where he shoots him. Like some magnum. Pew! Pew! <laughs> Blammo. <laughs> Blammo, <laughs> no, He dude. falls off there. They're off the pier now. The captain's talking to the TV. It was one of my guys down to the Venice Police well, Department. Here he is now. <laughs> what does he say? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you very much. Yeah. <laughs> there's, your, there's your profanity right there. Never uh, yeah. the man that cuss. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. And he goes over to the little girl and, and he says, oh, what's your name? She says, Adele. What's your name? My name's Mud. Mud. Uh-uh. No, it isn't. But it will be with my wife when she finds out I'm still a cop. <laughs> like, oh, he's back he's, on the streets. He's back on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a party. The party's still going ahead. What do I tell her? It's her birthday. I just tell her tomorrow. Yep. And that's the, the movie. Yeah, that's, it, goes, yeah, the it movie. goes into loving him, goes to the VHS, and it's just a scene of them having like, a nice time. Yeah, yeah, I guess if she can remember that, yeah. <laughs> Venice Beach, specifically just about 50 yards down the road from there, is where Arnie pumped iron when Arnie first got into bodybuilding. Uh, there's lots of things he could have learned about Venice <laughs> Beach. <laughs> one of the Kennedys, I think. One of the Kennedys' daughters. He spent a lot of time pumping one of them, didn't he? <laughs> hey! Oh, dear. <laughs> do you think afterwards Arnie goes blamo <laughs> get on it's the like chopper. a Rob Jeremy style <laughs> countdown <laughs> right, that's a descendant man get on my chopper <laughs> get on the chopper <laughs> oh man we've got to the bad fire we all make we are yeah uh-huh. So, so that's the best bit about the movie, the fact it's over. Done. We didn't enjoy it, either of us, I think. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the finest. Um, Not uh, dissimilar to Hudson Hawk. I remember quite liking it when I was younger. But I, I, I think because it, it, it's a bit of an action film, 
you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, I like an action movie, but yeah, there's too much there. Yeah, just... it felt weird. Um, I think it was going on around a bit of times of the earlier riots. I think they had to. It felt a bit bleak because of all that going on. I think it was weird because it had Michael Douglas in it, so I think that bumped the budget way, way up because he was literally the big... Well, him and Robert Duvall, two Oscar winners, so... But yeah, it was a bit weird him being in it. I didn't, I didn't you see mentioned it was going a, on at the time of the LA guy. riots. With all that heat, I thought it was going on at the time of Predator 2. <laughs> 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 I, I, again... Put Predator in this movie and it's much better. It's done. Predator versus defense <laughs> versus dots. aliens. <laughs> red dots versus Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> yeah, I'm much more into this. What are Not you? <laughs> How do you think we did, John? So, I think I've got another one. All right. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's sister was the uh, was the waitress. And the oh, I knew I knew her from something and I didn't look her up. Yeah, so it was. I looked down and was like, "Oh, she's she looks familiar." But I checked the, out the other guy as well. The 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 other guy, Greg or whatever he's called, the manager. Yeah, I knew him from a lot of things. There's there's loads of people in this that are that are people. Yeah, that you know that are, in, that are in other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Park, you know the other detective. You knew him. His mum. You knew her from loads of stuff. She's called Lois Smith. Yeah, uh, Sandra is in loads of stuff as well. Um, yeah, there's, there's there's loads of characters in this where you're yeah. like, ah, I know you yeah. from other movies. Yeah. So, what number do you think we we landed on, John? Seventy. Oh, lower. It's the first time you've been over, John. First time you've Jeez, been over twenty-three. That's 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 yeah. crazy. Seventy. Yeah, uh, sixty-five. Sixty-three. Wow, that's that's yeah. lost been a while. 60. That's lost been a while. Uh, yeah, it's lost been had in a while. But um, I was going to say, but at least we enjoyed the film. Uh, <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> yeah, that's a couple. Of, that's a couple of things we pulled out the bag. But bear in mind, we've had more for better films. Oh yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely, we have. Um, I, I wanted. I picked this because if you want to, if you really do want to watch it, folks, it's on Netflix, streaming at the moment in the UK. On Netflix, give it a give it a go. If you really don't believe um, how 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 bad it is, um, I can assure you it has it's not aged well. That's how we're that's, done. That's the movie. Yeah. Thanks very much, John. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can get us on the Twitters. At 100 Things Pod. Uh, we're also on Facebook at 100 Things Pod, or just search 100 Things We Learned from Film. Uh, we're also on Instagram at 100 Things Film. If you were interested in donating to us, giving us a few quid, uh, if you enjoy what uh, we do, please feel free. We have a uh, buy me a coffee link. Our buy me a coffee link is buymeacoffee.com forward slash 100 things. We would love it if you uh, gave us a couple of quid. That'd be nice to help us pay for the running costs. If not... Buy the coffee, a latte. Yeah, 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 absolutely. If not, no. leave us a review on Apple. Uh, you can give us five stars. And most importantly, tell somebody that you know, tell somebody that you like about our podcast. Maybe not this episode. <laughs> but yeah, tell them. Uh, about our uh, 
about our episodes. Uh, you can also leave us a review on Podchaser if you use Podchaser now. Uh, so we would appreciate it because it will allow us to get to more people. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to keep it for everyone, so we can't we can't go with the gems that we like. Otherwise, we'd just be playing all this stuff like Terminator and Predator and Alien. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we yeah we yeah we just do the same old stuff. So we're trying we're trying to mix it up and pick stuff that maybe other people will enjoy. Uh, hopefully, they'll enjoy our spin, and hopefully, this allows you to win a pub quiz or two when the pubs open again later in the year. That's the point. Oh, do you want to say goodnight, John Boy? Yeah, good night, John Boy. Oh, it's an old one. The old ones are the best. Again, guys, stay safe. Thanks for all the support. There's been more support coming in every day, so it's getting to the point where we actually feel as if people are appreciating what we do, and I appreciate what we do, but I'm glad you do too. So thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. As always, stay safe, stay, uh, stay happy, and we will see you next week for another episode. But for now, we have been 63 Things. We have learned from this racist, homophobic shit show that is 1993's Falun Dune.